0: You're listening to Shalice's Podcast. All right, Well, right, let's pray here. Father, I thank you for this broadcast, and I thank you that this is a topic that I know is applicable to all of us. Father, I thank you that you have created us to live free from stress and toil and to abide in the vine in peace and joy and righteousness all the time. And so I just thank you, Father, for putting this uh, topic on my heart today, uh, because you are serious about us experiencing the peace of Jesus. And so we just uh, yield to what you are speaking today. We thank you that the eyes of our understanding are enlightened, and we know the hope of our calling. And the hope of our calling is to live in the same peace and the same joy and the same uh, just uh disposition and inner world that Jesus enjoys right now in heaven because we are seated with him in heavenly places right this very minute so Holy Spirit just teach us today take us into the uh, the scriptures take us where we need to go and we're gonna follow your lead we are so grateful to know you and to be uh, in you and to live from a place of heaven every single day in Jesus name amen Well, I had to laugh, you guys, because I was running late and obviously had the opportunity to be uh, stressed out, just getting ready for this broadcast this morning. And I always find that interesting, isn't it? That, you know, not only as believers do we have to just believe the gospel, but we have to, it has to be practical. It has to be practical in our everyday lives. And so it was just perfect. It was perfect for me to have the opportunity to get stressed out while I was trying to get on, uh, get all the technical stuff dealt with this morning. But I am so grateful for, uh, just the idea that the Holy Spirit gave me to talk about this. You know, I don't know if you, uh, are tempted on a regular basis to get stressed out and worry or fret or feel overwhelmed with the things going on in your life, but I do know that if you are, you know, alive, pretty much that most of us do have that opportunity on a regular basis, if not a daily basis. And so I, um, you know, I really have been uh, pressing into this concept. I mean, for a while, I have really, the Lord has really been speaking to me about the necessity uh, for us to be led by the Spirit and for us to live from a place of peace, regardless of our circumstances, uh, and that stress and toil is really not our portion in Christ. And you know, as a leader, as someone, I mean, I feel like this is, you know, I'm, I'm preaching to myself today as much as everybody else, because, you know, I, like most people, I have a lot going on. You know, I, here I am leading a ministry, I have students, I have clients, I have people that are going through all kinds of things. I have kids, I have a husband, right? I have bills, I have just, you know, what seems like an an endless to-do list, you know? And when I talk to people every day, they feel the same. And I can tell you that when you step into your purpose, at some point, you know what? Life is going to be uh Bigger than what you can handle, right? You know, Jesus had that same issue, right? I mean, people were pressing into him. I mean, he would, you know, steal away to go and get with the father, uh, just to, away from the crowds and away from the pressures, I'm assuming, of just, you know, what, what his, what his ministry required. And, you know, we just live in an a, an hour where, you know, between social media and 24/7 broadcasts of things going all over, you know, going on all over the world. I mean, you guys, there are too many problems, you know, for us to even begin to wrap our heads around, much less try to to solve or pray for or, you know, hear God about. And so, you know, one of the things that you have to kind of step into is this this reality that Really what our responsibility is, is to do what the Father is doing. Our responsibility is to be led by the Spirit. And, you know, Jesus was an example of this because, my goodness, you know, He didn't, He, He was here for a mission to go to the cross and, he the needs were even too much for him to handle in his humanity, right? They were not too much for God, but he had to be faithful. He had to be faithful to to only say what the Father was saying, and stay on the Father's agenda uh, in the midst of overwhelming needs from the people that were around him. And you know that lesson of letting the Lord. Build our lives, and and learning to not take on responsibility for our lives and the cares of this world, and to live in a place where anxiety uh, is not our portion, is something that is so very practical and also so very essential. Uh, if We are going to obviously fulfill our call, but secondly, just live from a space where we are connected to the Lord and, and living in a place of peace. You know, all throughout scripture, there's, um, scriptures that talk about being anxious for nothing, right? Uh, taking no thought for tomorrow, uh, not worrying about our lives or what we, what we're going to eat or, you know, just not taking on the cares of this world and, I mean, whether it's in Mark chapter 4, where it talks about that the cares of this world will come in and and choke the the, the truth, it will choke the word of God out of our lives, uh, to worrying about money. I mean, all of these things. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, I know we're all in agreement that there are a million things that we could be anxious about or that we could be worried about and i can tell you i I think even this weekend um you know we had a a graduation last week i had an event friday i had a speaking engagement on saturday you know it's like sometimes i just feel like i don't um i don't even you know i'm just going a a lot and so you know some of us under are, are in the habit right of like having this time with god and then going into the rest of our life stressed out or when we are, you know, quote, unquote, busy, and we're we're just going through the, all of the things that we need to do in our lives, that we can get overwhelmed, or we can get to this place where we feel worried. And honestly, I can tell you in my own life, I'm at a place where if I wanted to, I could spend all of my time worrying. I was actually kind of joking with the Lord this weekend and saying, well, you know what, there's just too many problems to even worry about. You know, even if I could spend all of my time worrying about them, I wouldn't have enough time to worry about all that. And so, you know, I, I just want to, first of all, tell you guys that this is uh, this is something that we all struggle with. That we all we all have to learn how to abide in the vine and how to stay in the presence of God and stay in peace, regardless of what we're going through. And so, I wanted to kick off today with, um, some scriptures. Uh, and I wanted to kick off in Philippians chapter four. And you guys know the scripture, right? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication, make your request in, known to known unto God and the peace of God, which surpasses under um, understanding will guard your hearts and minds. And so I'll start, uh, reading that just so we have the reference and everything, uh, from, I'm going to read it from the Amplified version so in philippians chapter four uh it says this in verse i'll start in verse four it says rejoice in the lord always delight take pleasure in him again i will say rejoice it says verse five let your gentle spirit your graciousness unselfishness mercy tolerance and patience be known to all people the lord is near in verse six it says do not be anxious or worried about anything but in everything Every circumstance and situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. Verse seven, and the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus is yours and then in verse 8 it says finally believers whatever is true whatever is honorable and worthy of respect whatever is right and confirmed by god's word whatever is pure and wholesome whatever is lovely and brings peace whatever is admirable admirable and of good repute if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think continually on these things center your mind on them and implant them in your heart Man, I just really love uh, the Amplified Translation of those scriptures because it is a prescription for peace. You guys, this is the prescription for stress free living. And really, it has everything to do with what our focus is. Uh, what is worry? You guys, what is, what is, what causes anxiety? Well, you know, at, at the very root of it, It's the things that we are thinking on. It's the things that we are focused on. And every single moment of every single day, we have an opportunity to uh, mind our mind and to uh, shift our focus or maintain our focus on the Lord. You know, there's a great Old Testament scripture that says that he will keep us in perfect, perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. And so the meditation of our heart, the meditation of our thoughts, right? It's going to determine how we are feeling and stress is a simple indication, right? Worry is an indication when we have anxiety, that is an indication that our focus is on the wrong things. In fact, it's an indication that we've really forgotten who we are. We've forgotten who God is. We've forgotten the gospel and this is You know, uh, it's a simple solution uh, and honestly to a simple problem, which is we're focused on the wrong things. But unfortunately, a lot of us have a habit of focusing on the wrong things. And so we're living in, you know, what the what the what the Amplified says in Matthew six, it says stop being perpetually worried or perpetually uneasy or perpetually anxious about your life. And so a lot of us have a habit of not uh, minding our minds and not um, focusing on things on purpose, right? We just let the mind wander. We just let whatever thoughts pop into our heads kind of control our inner world. And so I also wanted to read this Philippians 4 passage out of uh, the mirror translation. I want to, it's just really good. And so I wanted to to you know bless you guys with this translation today so i'm going to start reading in philippians 2 and then hop into verse 4 but here's what it says i just like it because it's really practical it says engage your thoughts to follow the direct and easy way of grace then you will together fulfill your mission in the lord without distraction Man, isn't that powerful? Just engage your thoughts and follow the direct, easy way of grace. Meaning that we have the capacity to engage with our thoughts and we can engage with our thoughts to both positively and negatively. But what the scripture is admonishing us to do is that there is a direct and easy way to, to think and that the way of grace and the way of the lord the way of peace is is designed to be easy like our lives are meant to not be toil you know and he- toil filled and 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 heavy right jesus's yoke is easy and i can't tell you the number of years that the lord has worked on me to get me out of just this independent way of thinking and this independent way of being. Uh, you know, for years he would say things like, you know what, Shalice, you were my idea. <clears throat> the call of God on your life was my idea. Your family was my idea. Emerge was my idea, right? All of this is my idea. And it's also mine to to fulfill. Uh, my, I have a plan. I have a plan for your life. I have a plan for your family. I have a plan on how to build your life. And all that I'm asking you to do is let me do the heavy lifting. You just need to listen. You just need to, you know, abide and just do what i'm doing. Your only responsibility is to stay connected. Your only responsibility is to listen <laughs> and and follow the leader. But how many times you guys do we live from this kind of dis- default way of being where we uh you know just just because it's a habit, right? We just we just live in the in the you know, caught up in our own thoughts instead of in you know and worry-filled thoughts they're not peaceful thoughts instead of simply engaging with the holy spirit and engaging our thoughts with his thoughts and you know this is a, this is a habit that we have to break you know uh we can break it though we can break it and we can practice the presence of god we can practice living in the moment we can practice rejoicing right or being grateful or being thankful or remembering the truth that about, you know, what Jesus has accomplished for us, we can practice minding our minds and coming back to just that place of trusting God. I mean, really, when we are stressed, when we are worried, when we are anxious, we are not trusting God. It is an indication that we've forgotten who we are. And it really is just kind of like an indication, you know, an indicator, like going off on the dashboard of your heart where we can say, oh wait, I'm doing it again. Oh wait, I forgot. And we don't have to condemn ourselves. We don't have to, um, you know, get into some big long repentance prayer. We simply just need to shift our focus. And we just need to remember, we just need to take our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Meaning we just need to re-engage our thoughts. We need to shift our focus. I'm going to keep reading here because it's so good. It says, when we do this, it says, then you will together fulfill your mission in the Lord without distraction. In other words, all these things that we're stressed about, all of these problems that we seem that you know have to be fixed right this minute for us to have peace are really a distraction. And God's not asking us to focus on those things. In fact, in Hebrews 12, it says, you know, let us lay aside the weight of sin and all the things that would distract. And let's run our race with patience and let's keep our eyes on Jesus. You know, in Colossians 3.1, I love um, the Passion Translation where it says, you know, that we are to set our minds on things that are above. We are to um, feast on throne room realities and it says and, and, and not get distracted by the natural realm. And so the natural realm and the problems and all of these things that are going on are, are frankly by design there to distract us from what the father is doing and to, to grab our focus of what the, what, what Jesus is saying. You know, if we're going to walk on water, then we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. If we're going to fulfill our destiny and do supernatural exploits, then we need to know what the father is doing. And so, this is a spiritual discipline. This is um, what really Paul was exemplifying in the entire book of Philippians, right? Because here he was in, in not the greatest circumstances you would think. He's in prison, but yet here he was saying, rejoice and have joy in the midst of all things. And that our lives should be a prayer that we are, when we are communing with God, when we are aware of God. Um, that, that's where peace is found because peace is a person. Peace is Jesus. So our focus needs to be on him, you know? And when Peter got out of the boat and he was walking on the water and he was doing this impossible thing, right? Until he stopped and looked around and he said, oh no, the wind, the storm, you know, like, I don't know if I should be out here walking on the water. This is dangerous. I mean, whatever entered into his mind, he got his eyes off of Jesus. And guess what? That's when he began to sink. And that's what happens. That's when our, our mindset begins to seek that's when our peace level begins to go down it's when our we shift our focus off of the truth and we are not engaging our thoughts right with the easy way of grace so in verse four here's what it says joy is not a luxury item or a luxury option joy is our constant joy is your constant It says, your union in the Lord is your permanent source of delight. Oh, my gosh. Is that not just worth highlighting and underlining and memorizing and frankly, meditating on? Right. Our union with with Jesus is a constant source of delight. What an incredible revelation the Apostle Paul had. And what an incredible invitation from the Lord to experience the same thing. The gospel is the power of salvation, you guys. The gospel is the power that breaks off stress and anxiety and toil and worry, and it brings us into a place of joy. Joy is our constant, it's what it says here. Man, it says "It says your union in the Lord is your permanent source of delight, so I might as well say it again, rejoice in the Lord always. You know, we've heard these, these scriptures, rejoice in the Lord, right? but i will tell you maybe we just you know just skim over that phrase in the lord rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice so the key to to rejoicing the key to peace the key to joy is in the Lord. It's in Christ. Delight and joy and and stress-free living comes through our union with Jesus. I mean, frankly, everything comes with our union with Jesus because it is where our life is found. And when we are spiritually minded, guess what we have? Life and peace. So if we are experiencing anxiety, if we're experiencing stress, if we're experiencing overwhelm, then it's just an indicator that we are not spiritually minded. And again, it's not something to condemn ourselves for. It's not something to beat ourselves up for. It's not it's not helpful to worry about your worry right, or get stressed because you're stressed out. No, that's not the answer. It's not the answer to to. to, to, you know, put more on top of it. No, the answer is to get back into a place of abiding. Um, I read a book years ago. Um, I think it was called Success Under Stress. And it wasn't even a a, a Christian book. But I, I knew the Lord was calling me to read it uh, because he was giving me a, a revelation, honestly, of uh, how our autotomic nervous systems Uh, drive us many times without us even realizing it and he was kind of highlighting this truth that you can't be led by the spirit and be led by your fight or flight response at the same time and you guys we have really and this book kind of went more into it and it was where I started to learn about this concept of having you know a being mind and a doing mind. I think until I read that book, I just don't even think I had an awareness that there were two minds, right? I I knew that, you know, spiritually minded and I knew that there was to be carnally minded. uh, But I always thought of those as like, you know, spiritually minded is good, carnally minded is bad. And so I didn't really, I don't know, break it down much further than that until I really got a hold of this revelation and get a hold of this information really about our autonomic nervous system and what I learned was that there are two sides of our autonomic nervous system there's something called the sympathetic nervous system and something called the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system is our on mode right it's our stress mode it's our it's what we go into when we're worried and we're stressed and we're anxious and it, it you know it, it's actually happening in our physiology Meaning, uh, our, our fight or flight or our, 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 our sympathetic nervous system is our on, right? It's our doing mode. And what happens when we get into sympathetic mode, right? When we get into that fight or flight or we get into that, uh, heightened, uh, brain mode activity, it's a doing mode and our brain goes into fix it mode. So we, it's kind of like, you know you just recognize man i really don't feel good and then you start trying to fix or figure out why you don't feel good and then the fact that you're trying to figure it out and you know try to get solve the problem of why i don't feel good actually makes you feel worse and so you enter into this kind of fight or flight cycle or this uh sympathetic nervous system cycle where you just get yourself revved up more and more and more and more and more right And the doing brain is helpful. I mean, the doing brain is helpful. We need a brain, you know, to be able to do the things that we need to do. We need to do math. We need to, you know, pick up the kids and watch our time. And so, I mean, it's not that it's not useful. It's just not necessarily peaceful. And our being mode or our being brain really flows out of our parasympathetic nervous system. And you guys, there are chemicals, there are neuro, you know, neurotransmitter neurotransmitters and hormones and all kinds of chemicals in our brains that are activated, depending on which side of the nervous system we're living it is actually active right now. And when we are in parasympathetic uh, mode, right, that's necessary for us to fall asleep. It, it's a peaceful, creative um, being present kind of state within our bodies. And so these are real these are real things, right? These are these is this is a peace is a physiological state. It's not just a a mental state or an emotional state, but it's a state of our actual body. And so not only is peace good for your mental health, but peace is good for your physical health as well. So, I'm sharing that just to let you know that it is difficult to be led by the spirit. It is difficult to engage your thoughts in a peaceful way when you are in sympathetic fight or flight, you know, in your nervous system. And so part of this is recognizing what's going on. And you, you know, there are things that you can do. I mean, uh, you can take a presence break, right? And you can just when you're when you recognize man, I'm in stress, I'm in anxiety, I'm, I'm in worry right now, right? First of all, we, what we need to do, I mean, I know a lot of us when, when that happens, we have kind of these I don't know habits of how we relax right and so we'll go to social media or we'll watch television or we kind of buffer it is kind of what I think we're just just doing activities to try to manage it honestly and shut shut out, shut down that that sympathetic nervous system without even realizing that that's kind of what going on, what's going on and what I want to share is that this is a this is the time to really get into the presence of God you know this is why you know i coach my students and i coach you know my clients into this place of having morning rituals having evening rituals so that you begin to have the skills to turn that thing off you know deep breathing um and what i do right i just like to breathe in the presence of god become aware of union exhale the glory of God. I mean, that's kind of what I say. I'm breathing in the presence of God. I'm exhaling the glory of God right now. I'm becoming aware of my union. I'm engaging my imagination with the truth of, of, of what it means to abide in the vine. And so I am just that deep breathing. Inhale for five seconds. Exhale for five five seconds, right? I'm breathing in the presence of God. I'm exhaling the glory of God. Why am I doing that? I'm doing that because I'm engaging with my body, Um, not just my mind, but I'm engaging with my body, the truth of the gospel, that that every breath I take is the breath of life. And so I'm I'm engaging my whole self, right? It's the same thing as taking a walk. I mean, you can take a walk. You can um, honestly, you can dance, right? That's why worship is so, so very powerful and why we make our requests known to God in an atmosphere of gratefulness and thanksgiving because it's, it's shifting everything. Not just our focus on the Lord, but it's focusing, it's focusing our bodies on the Lord as well. That's why we raise our hands. That's why, why? Because we are mind, body, and spirit. And all of those things are connected. And so this is a revelation because God does not want you being driven by your nervous system either. He doesn't want you constantly in a state of doing, doing, doing internally, not only in your mind but also in your body. Rest is a physic, not just an inner, an inner emotional state, but it is a a state of our our bodies. It's a physical physiological state. Rest is operating out of your parasympathetic nervous system, right? I mean, the the peace of God is measurable in our emotions and in our heart rate and in our 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 posture. <laughs> you guys, I mean, it is when you're in rest, right? Your, your body is not getting ready for a fight. It's not getting ready. Uh, because it thinks it's being chased by a bear or something. And every time we're worried and every time that we're stressed, it is having a stress response in our body. And you guys, this does not help us in our physical health either. So this idea of, of, of getting number one, a, a revelation of stress and how it's not just something that we have to live with. In fact, it's something we have to learn to live without that this is an, an a, a, it is worth it, right, to, to learn how to get ourselves into a space of abiding, especially when we're busy, especially when there's too much to do, especially when there's a storm or there's, you know, some kind of trial or tribulation that we're going through. You know, Jesus was resting in the storm, but he was asleep. And I can guarantee you that in his physical body, he was in his parasympathetic um, nervous system right why because you you have to be in order to sleep and so even if you're waking up in the middle of the night even if you are uh, you know cuz sometimes that's when it comes up right it's not until we lay down to go to sleep that all the problems seem to come to the surface right why because we're getting quiet but you know I love something that I learned from Bill Johnson. You know, he said, every night I go to bed, it's my goal to go to bed in the presence of God. So he just takes those few minutes, right, before he goes to sleep to set his mind on the Lord and to, you know, and and as we're relaxing, right, we have to learn to relax, you guys. We live in a stressed out world. And so learning how to rest, learning how to move with your breath into... Abiding with God and breathing in the presence of God. It is a very, very powerful thing that you can do. Um, You know, in Emerge, we do these things called awakening meditations, and they're 15 minutes. Why? Because it takes about 15 to 20 minutes for your body to kind of come out of that doing state, and for the cortisol and the adrenaline and all of the stress hormones to kind of whoo, leave your, your physical body or kind of transform into uh, the more positive, joy, peaceful neurotransmitters and chemicals that will be released in your body. And so there is a physiology to stress and there's a physiology to peace, you guys, and it is 100 uh, percent coming out of our brain, coming out of. Uh, Our focus, but we can shift it. And when we think on things that are lovely, when we engage our thoughts in throne room realities and set our minds on the Lord and on what's true in the gospel, what's true about us, and come back into a place of trust and rest and abiding, well, guess what? You will you, you can live in the exact same circumstances. You can live in the stressed out world that we live in without actually having it affect you. That is the the, the peace that the apostle Paul found in his union with the Lord. That is the delight that is found when we are in the presence of God. You know, Brother Lawrence's book, Practicing the Presence of God, is such a, you know, it's such a good example of. You know, just how we can develop an awareness of God, just like we can develop an awareness of our own thoughts throughout our day that we don't just have to live under, uh, you know, as a slave to our brains, but we can, we can transcend our brains and we can live out of our spirit. And so, but guess what? That there is a battle. There is a battle for our focus. There's a battle for, Uh, our perception. There's a battle for our thoughts and and it's really found in our minds and in our bodies. So really, I guess what I'm saying is you guys, I mean, I'll tell you, I ended up that day that I was writing all these scriptures when I was telling you that, you know, I had too many problems. I couldn't even worry about all of them. Um, that, you know, for me, I just get a lot of times if it's if I'll get up in the morning and I'm just feeling the pressure of the day, I'll just have to, to get into the word. I'll have to get in. And I just literally was transcribing these passages from Philippians because they were so life giving. I mean, listen to some of this other just to just to kind of share with you how good it was in, in Philippians five. It says this kind of joy is empowers you to show perfect courtesy towards all people oh my goodness don't we want to show perfect courtesy towards all people don't we want to live in the state of love and you know when you're stressed out guess what you the first thing out the door is your patience right you just that's where we get impatient and angry and short-tempered but here it's saying that when we engage our thoughts and we get into that place of union with the lord well it's going to empower us to have courtesy towards other people um and here's what it says the lord is not nearer to some than what he is to others your joy makes the gospel visible and irresistible he says every definition of distance is cancelled as well as every excuse to feel miserable and neglected oh so good so so good your union with jesus cancels every excuse to be stressed out to feel miserable to feel neglected to feel anxious and it's not to condemn us it's to give us the solution That the solution to feeling miserable, the the solution to feeling neglected is that you are not thinking about the presence of God. You're not thinking about your union. You're not, oh, my goodness, I'm one with the Lord right now. Oh, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is in me right this very minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for making me your temple thank you for placing the Holy Spirit inside of me as my comforter as my life as my helper thank you that I am one with you right now Jesus that I can hear your voice yeah that I can enter into your peace because you live inside of me and you are peace you are my source of peace you are my source of provision you are my source of life you're my source for everything and so I'm just turning my attention to this reality right now Jesus And I'm just breathing in your presence, Holy Spirit. Yeah, I am focused on your presence right this very minute that's within me, that surrounds me, that envelops me. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that you're here. Thank you. Yes, that you are mindful of me, that you are building my life. You are building my purpose and that I can simply rest while you work. I can hear your voice clearly. Yeah, I can just follow you today. I don't have to get distracted by all of the things that are on my calendar and all of the problems going on in the world and in my life. No, I can just focus on you. And you're leading me. You're leading me to triumph. You're leading me into victory. And I can hear whatever instructions, whatever you're asking me to do. My only responsibility is to put on the easy yoke and let you lead you do the heavy lifting. You do the work, Lord. And I mean, I'm just sitting here for a minute, you guys, with my eyes closed and, you know, just my palms up like this is just kind of an indication that I'm surrendered to the Lord. And, you know, immediately there there becomes a shift, you know? Uh, And that's the power of worship. That's the power of focusing on the presence of God. I mean, even now as we're talking right i can just feel the peace of the peace level of god rising just rising you know and when we stay in that place when we encounter people that are stressed when we encounter people that are overwhelmed well guess what now we're in the position to be able to hear god to be able to to speak to them and yes to to be to have courtesy towards them but to also Uh, be a part of the solution and be able to spread peace to be able to spread joy and not just you know live from a place where we're always triggered and and just reacting to everybody um here's what it says in uh in that philippians i'm gonna gonna wrap up with this one it says let no anxiety about anything distract you listen to this rather translate moments into prayerful worship and soak your requests in gratitude before God. And in this place of worship and gratitude, and I would say in breathing in the presence of God, in being thankful for the presence of God, reconnecting to the truth, it says you will witness how the peace of God within you echoes the awareness of your oneness with Christ beyond the reach of any thought that could possibly unsettle you. You guys, this is um, a beautiful recipe, a beautiful um, instruction from the apostle Paul. I love it specifically in the mirror translation of how to live in a place of peace, how to live where we're in the parasympathetic nervous system where we are aware of the presence of God and we are being led by the spirit. So anytime you're feeling stressed, anytime you're feeling anxious, This is the recipe for peace. Come back into an awareness of the presence of God. Come back into an awareness of your union with him, that you are Jesus with skin on, that he is with you. He is in you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. He's building your life. He's building your purpose. He's building your family. He's got your kids. He's got your finances. He's got everything he's got it he's the he's the he's the burden lifter he's the burden bearer and he's simply going to work through you as you stay in this place and follow whatever the holy spirit is telling you to do and this idea that, that we can live where we are anxious for nothing is not just a bible scripture you guys it's a recipe that there is a way to live stress free there's a way to rest in storms And there is a way to get out of fight or flight. There's a way to uh, calm down our nervous system and live from a place of peace as we keep our minds stayed on Him. And, you know, I I just want to say that this may not come, you know, easy at first because some of us have such a habit of living stressed out and such a habit of being anxious. In such a habit of practicing being distracted instead of practicing His presence, so I really encourage you. You know, make this an evening ritual that you do for yourself to to turn everything off and spend some time in the presence of, Lord, of the Lord. Um, to make this a morning ritual, to make this a, you know something that you do throughout the day. Don't just work, 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 and 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 never take presence breaks right never shift your physiology by you know taking a walk and just looking at the trees or looking at listening to the birds and just your whole life is gone before you ever know it and you've missed it because we just you know we we have this drive internally this this actually this nervous system that just keeps driving us rather than the presence of God and the Holy Spirit driving us. You know what? Jesus wants to be the driver of our life. He wants to motivate our lives. He wants to motivate our actions and our behaviors. He wants to be Lord uh, over our nervous system. And so as you go through these scriptures yourself and you just take some time to really um, acknowledge the Lord and be grateful for our union with him and take the time to really meditate on the fact that we are one with him perpetually all the time. This will lead you to um, just a completely different way of showing up in your life. And so this is something that you practice and you just don't... Um, it's not a one-time, you know, you get it, right? No, we, we, this is something that you just do every single day. This is something that you, uh, you just, it, we're human beings, guys. I mean, there's, we're in a constant state of, of change, you know, and we're stimulated all the time with the scene realm and the things that are, that are going on. And so this is just simply a, a way in the midst of that to shift it. We don't make ourselves wrong because we got back into you know our sympathetic nervous system. We got back into fight or flight. We don't make ourselves wrong for that. That's not helpful. Instead, we just go, oh, whew, okay, I need to breathe. Whew, I've lost track of, of Jesus. I lost Jesus. I need to find Jesus again. Jesus is here. He's in me. And I just need to remember, and I need a minute. I need a minute to breathe. I need a minute to, to shift my physiology. I need a minute to come back into peace and rest and remember so you guys this is an awesome thing to make a lifestyle you know and and it's it's not something we obtain it's something that we do because it's really about living in the present moment and really living in the place where we are aware of the presence of god so god bless you guys um yes and as i'm just you know I'm in agreement with you guys that no matter what is going on in your lives right now, no matter what is happening this very moment, that the peace of God is is flooding your hearts. It's flooding your minds. You're transcending whatever is going on. And you are entering into that place of rest and peace and trust and abiding that the Father is working right now. You guys, this really is the physiology of faith. This is how you know when you've labored to enter into rest, right, is when that peace comes and you are able to go, wow, God is with me. God has this. He's taking care of it. I'm just going to worship God in the midst of it, and he's going to work while I just stay focused and in the bliss and in the delight and in the peace of God. So God bless you with this. Listen to it again as much as you need to. And then Practice, you guys, practice the presence, practice breathing in the presence of God and exhaling the glory of God and implement these things into your life so that God is the one building things. God is the one uh, doing the work while you simply enjoy him. All right. That's our portion, guys. Our portion is delight through union with Jesus. All right. Love you so much. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Shalisa's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalice.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalice's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at shalice.com. And watch Shalise's free training, where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.